Well, hello again. It's uh, good to be back with you in this format and to especially be reflecting with you on this idea that you've been working through on a, an unhurried, a, a slower way of, of life and living. Um, the, the challenge of this pandemic season, right, is that it has forced a pace upon us as a nation, as individuals, that has kind of brought us to an awareness that the hurriedness of our souls is um, reflected outside, but is not always driven by what is outside. Our work, our freeway driving, our our relentless push to faster, more, bigger, better, etc. Um, and what it has partly revealed, at least, uh, is that this is an inside job. That rest, that unhurry, is more about a condition of soul than it is uh, what occupies our, our calendar uh, day in and day out. Uh, it is um, sometimes necessary to, to uh, move pretty quickly, run to keep up with Jesus as he moves back and forth across the landscape of northern Galilee. Uh, and then there are times when it feels like he is just completely dead in the water almost, still and, 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 and not, not, not moving. So apparently he has learned how to tell time differently than, than maybe we, we do. And so when we think about this slow, unhurried pace, uh, we become aware that sometimes we have to slow down to keep up with God. So what does that look like in this current environment when um, we're becoming aware that this is an inside condition? And for that, I'd like you to notice with me a passage of Scripture with which you are very, very familiar. It's in Matthew chapter 11. Uh, and begins in verse 25. Um, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I praise you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you hid these things from the wise and the intelligent and revealed them to babies. Father, this was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son, except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. So, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Familiar passage uh, begins with this stunning expression of thanksgiving. I thank you, Father, you didn't reveal these things to the wise, to the intelligent, uh, which is a little disconcerting to those of us who like to think of ourselves as wise and intelligent. But what Jesus is getting at here is that the ways we have been shaped to think about pretty much everything 
the ways that we have begun to think about wisdom and intelligence actually are probably what has gotten us in the ditch in the first place. This is, of course, our Genesis 3 wisdom that has made it clear to us that we really, at the end of the day, don't know what we're doing. But that doesn't stop us from leaning in and trying harder and inventing ever new ways of uh, self-sabotage, ever new creative ways of ending up in the ditch of our own lives. What Jesus says instead, Lord, as you have, Father, you have revealed these things to children, to babies, to the naive, to the ones who aren't climbing the ladder of whatever success looks like in, in, in the culture, to the, to the ones who are still uh, needy. And he then indicates that the kind of life, the kind of, 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 of wisdom, if you will, uh, that um, we're built for is relational wisdom. Uh, notice what he says. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wills to reveal him. This is a, this is a relational knowing, not a, not a download, not a read this book, not a check these boxes. This is a, a, a knowing of the Father who John will tell us to know God is eternal life, a knowing of the Father through relationship with Jesus, a walking with Jesus. And so he says, if you, if you, if, if, if you want this way of being that is relational and invitational, and if you recognize as you look in the mirror that you are um, weary and heavy laden, then he says, come to me. Um, the, the challenge here, right, is that, is that we have to recognize this weariness, this heavy latency is not just a season. This is what we have become. We've gotten stuck in the ditch of weary. We've gotten stuck uh, in this, in this uh, and, 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 and again, because we are, relentlessly creative and imaginative and intelligent and wise, uh, we will cast around for all kinds of, of solutions and excuses and things to blame for our weariness and heavy laden. But Jesus says, when you're finished with all of that, when you stop spinning your wheels, when you realize you're in over your head, there's not a whole lot you can do about your weariness and heavy laden, the pace at which you live your life, come to me. And we'll start over. That's what he means, I think, when he says, I'll give you rest. It echoes for a Jewish audience that Genesis 2 Sabbath rest that serves as the foundation for the creation of the human soul in the second chapter of Genesis. We are built out of the soil of rest in Genesis 2. And so that rest is what he reestablishes. He kind of hits the do-over button and we go back kind of the manufacturer's default, the factory default, if you will, is rest. And then he says, now, now, now that's foundational because out of that rest now, 
learn from me. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. A yoke in that ancient Near Eastern culture is a rabbi's teaching. It's his way of life. And of course, the word was chosen to reflect uh, how the process of disciple making occurred. A younger ox, right, would be yoked together with an older, more mature ox and would learn how to plow, would learn how to carry the weight of the work uh, from that older, older ox. And so Jesus is saying to us in this euphemistic way, take my teaching, take my way of life, take my way of being upon you. Learn from me. And please notice Jesus is not interested in taking our yoke on him. He is interested in our learning our lives from him. We take his yoke on us. We learn our lives from him. So he doesn't come to kind of empower our crazy way of being. He comes to say to us, there's a whole other way to live than you have been living. And I want to teach you your life, but you're going to have to take my way of life on you in order to accomplish that outcome. He says, when, when you do that, you will discover uh, that um, his, 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 uh, inner being is gentle and humble. Gentle and humble. Gentle is a, an interesting word. For, for us, we, we think of it as um, perhaps uh, a kind of weakness, but in fact, it isn't. You can't be gentle and be weak. Gentle, by definition, requires strength. So gentility, to be gentle, is to have strength that's under control that's under control, that is humble, he says. Take my yoke, take my way of life upon you. Learn from me. Gentle, strength, under control, and humble. Anchored to the dirt, which is what humility is. Not thinking more highly than we ought to think, not thinking more lowly than we ought to think, either negative or positive pride. We think accurately about ourselves. We've learned ourselves from Jesus, and we've learned how to live our lives in this uh, pattern that he exhibited so well. A lot of things you could say about Jesus, but that he was weak would not be one of them. That he was gentle, you could say that. He had strength under control, anchored to the dirt of his humility and invites us to learn our lives, our unhurried life from him in this pattern. He says, when you do that, you will find rest for your souls. So, so, so this is a, an invitation not to sit around on beds of ease and enjoy the rest. It is Rest for the purpose of laying a foundation so that we can be yoked with Jesus so that the work we do is appropriate to who we are. The pace we live is appropriate to the season we're in, to the person we are, to the nature of our character, right? That we are invited into this pattern, this way of being that is um, 
uh, uh, restful, not in the sense of the lying around, but in the sense of suitability. Because he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, and I think we need to be aware that what he means in a sense there is by comparison to any other yoke we take on us, by comparison to any other burden we choose to carry. And why is his yoke easy and his burden light? Well, because we're built for it. It, it, it fits us. It is suitable to us and we to it. So do we want a life that is hurried and harried, built to conform to the demands and structures of the world that we live in? Or do we want a life that moves at a pace that is appropriate to us, that is appropriate to the work that is needed to be done, that is not anxious about the demands of everybody and everything else, but instead has learned from Jesus gentleness and humility. The only way we get that, he says, is in relationship with him. It's in relationship with him. So he invites us to learn our lives from him, to come to him, to take his life on us. And as we do that, we learn how to tell time the way he did. There will always be enough time and energy and resource to do everything that Jesus has asked you to do. There will not, however, be enough time and energy and resource to do everything that Jesus has asked you to do and everything that everybody else is asking you to do and everything that you want to do. So if you find yourself weary and heavy laden with not enough time, with not enough resource, with not enough energy to do what is before you, you want to ask, what am I doing that Jesus hasn't asked me to do and that therefore he will not empower me in the doing? And that would be the time to take his yoke upon you. Let's pray. Oh Lord, I pray that you would teach us your way and help us then to walk in it. Amen. God bless you, friends.